Welcome to the So Powerful Podcast. This is your host, Jan Cancilla. You know the sound of my sewing machine means it's time for another episode. So let's get started. Welcome. Today I have the pleasure of speaking with Susan Pfaff. And you have seen Susan's beautiful purses in the So Powerful Purse Project. You've seen those photos, her very kind comments. And we're going to spend a few minutes today getting to know Susan. And you're really going to enjoy this time. So welcome, Susan. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me, Jan. Oh, we're, we're so glad you're here. Let's start off. Tell us, where are we talking to you from? You are talking to me from Cleveland, Ohio area. Oh, um, right. I live about half an hour south of Cleveland. South of Cleveland, okay. And you get some very cold winter weather up there, don't you? We do. It hasn't been too bad the last couple of years, but we're expecting to have payback at some point. <laughs> yeah, that, can, that can't go on forever. Yeah. Well, well, so you're in Cleveland now, but where did you grow up? Where are you from originally? I grew up in Connecticut and pretty much my entire life. When I got married, we moved to Louisiana, mm -hmm. and my husband worked for Shell Oil, so we moved down there. Uh -huh. And about, oh, I think it's been 11 years now, we moved up to uh, where we are now. And my husband is actually from Cleveland, and that's why we ended up back up here. Oh, nice, very nice. And can you tell us how you two met? Oh, we met in college. And, yeah, and where he, was that? Oh, we went to Purdue, go Boilers. Oh. Oh, all right. Okay. We, we have some other Purdue people here. Yay. So that, yeah, that's great. Okay. And I know that you sew very well. Your purses are just beautiful, but I'm suspecting you have some other hobbies that are in the needle arts area. What else do you like to do? I love to knit. I like to teach kids to sew. That's really kind of a fun hobby, especially middle schoolers. I love middle schoolers. I actually also, during the pandemic, started a YouTube channel. It's called Let's Sew Kids, and it's geared towards teaching kids to sew. So it has things like, this is the sewing machine, sewing safety, how to use the different tools. So that was sort of my project when we couldn't go anywhere. That sounds amazing. I will have to check that out. and. I don't know about the schools in the Cleveland area, but in many places, sewing is no longer offered as an option in school. Is that true where you are? It is. Sadly, the, I think there is some in, maybe in the high school, I know a retired teacher from there, but most of the education of kids is done privately by private adults, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Yeah, well... Well, it's good that they're they're learning how to sew, but it's not so good that they took it out of schools. Yeah, no, this this sounds amazing. So Let's Sew Kids is a YouTube channel with several different videos on there, I presume, right, Susan? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, okay. it is. Well, cool. So now you mentioned your husband. Do you have children also? I do. I have one son. He's 30. He's single. He lives up in Cleveland, so he's not too far away. Oh, that's great. And what about you? Did you work as part of your career after college? I did. I actually was an accountant for, I don't know, seven, eight years. And I ended up back in the sewing industry. I purchased a fabric store. It was a fabric store and a FOP dealership, actually. And that was in 1988. 
And since then, I had sold the store and I went to work for FOF as an educator. And I've really been in the sewing industry ever since in different capacities. I've been a dealer. I taught at dealerships. I've done in-store teaching and privately. I was an educator, so I traveled a lot. So my main career was sewing industry. Okay, now I have to just ask for clarification. Now, your name is pronounced Faf, but the sewing machine is Faf, and then you represented them. What is the connection, if any, between your name and the sewing machine? Okay, I could ask that a lot. We have a lot of fun with it. So now this is my married name, so I can't, I can't take credit for that, but it was somewhere way back. My husband's family was from the same area in Germany where the factories used to be. And so there may be a connection. It's probably more a coincidence. I think the uh, founder of the company is either not married or he's married and had no children. So there's no direct descendants, but it was kind of interesting because when I met my husband, I never heard of Fox sewing machines. So I think God has an interesting sense of humor um, (laughs) that introduced me to my husband. But basically the connection is that they sign my paychecks. I did have a dealer one time though, that actually asked me for my driver's license because he didn't believe that that was my name. He thought that the educators all went by whatever their first name was and Fuff. And I showed it to him and it was true, so. (laughs) Wow. So you've traveled all over the country or did you have a certain region where you doing all of this teaching, Susan? It was all over the country. Wow. It was wherever the dealers uh, needed an educator. So that was a lot of fun. Yes. Were you in the United States exclusively or did you travel yeah. internationally? Yeah, I didn't I didn't travel internationally. Yeah. Wow. Well that that is very cool. And so you're teaching other people to sew, but how did you learn to sew? Actually I learned how to sew when I was seven. My mother said that I had to learn how to sew if I wanted new clothes. So basically, she wasn't the greatest teacher. Sorry, mom. She kind of (laughs) said, there's the pattern, there's the fabric, there's the machine, go at it. And so I thought it was kind of a stupid thing to teach a seven-year-old. I wasn't into it. But I got into junior high school when we still actually had sewing in Mm -hmm. school. And I had a home ec teacher who I absolutely adored. And so she really was the one who sparked my interest in sewing. And I had into high school, I also had some wonderful teachers there. So I took every home ec class that they offered in the school. And that's really where my interest was piqued. Wow, that's fantastic. And so these were schools when you were growing up in Connecticut. Correct. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay, So you were sewing as a child, but I presume as you got into junior high and high school, you were making clothing and home decoration type items and things like that, right? Yeah, mainly clothing. I mean, in junior high, we were making an apron and I don't remember what the other project was, but it was fairly simple things. Yeah. When I got to high school, no, we were making clothing. I remember distinctly making a pair of plaid wool pants and uh-huh. they came out very nicely. I was styling and uh, so into more some more advanced things. Now, I have a pair of plaid wool pants, too, that I have a picture of from like 1970-something, where I was very proud of how those plaids matched at the oh, seams. So, of course. Yeah. If they and, didn't match, they were going to get ripped out and started again. I know. And then the, the 
bell bottom bottoms made it more challenging in plants. So anyway, yes, okay, we we have that in common for sure. So did you ever get into doll clothes? Because I have a feeling that maybe you came into So Powerful through the Pixie Fair door. I did. I actually got my first American Girl when I was in my 40s. And I did some sewing for her, but I was traveling, so I didn't get a lot of chance to do that. But since I moved to Ohio, I met a couple other sewers in the American Sewing Guild, in the guild that I found out also sewed doll clothes. So, you know, we kind of formed a group and we spent a lot of time doing that. I like that scale. I don't like a large scale like home deck or bridal gowns or so forth. I just like working on the small things gives me an opportunity to try different things without a lot of fabric and, and things I wouldn't wear myself. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that was sort of an adult endeavor. Oh, that's cool. Well, and when, when you're sewing for dolls, they never complain about how they look, too. Oh, no, they don't. They sit there patiently waiting for whatever I have to <laughs> put on them. You shared with me that you had a health issue. You want to share with us what that was? Yeah, I did. I had breast cancer in 2012. I was diagnosed. And so it was, it was kind of rough. I was stage three. And Mm. so I had every conceivable treatment uh, they did for me, but God is good. And I was healed. I had a wonderful team of doctors. And so once that was done, because I was, I was in treatment for probably a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And then all kinds of follow-up appointments and so forth. Sure. And I was retired at the time. I was really kind of concentrating on what am I going to do with my life kind of thing, mm-hmm. especially to honor God. You know, it was such a, I don't know, challenging year and a half. But, you know, in the long run, it kind of pushed me to really explore what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well... Why don't we take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk a lot more about your involvement with So Powerful. So listeners, please stay tuned because Susan has a really interesting story here. So we'll be back in one minute. Have you gotten the second edition of the We Are So Powerful book? This updated version of the original bestseller, 4.9 out of 5 stars, by the way, is again authored by So Powerful co-founders Jason and Cinnamon Miles. It is available on Amazon in paperback or for your Kindle reader. This latest edition is packed full of moving stories about how So Powerful came to be, the volunteers who make it happen, and the way this small movement has grown into a global mission to break the cycle of poverty through education and the dignity of work. And don't forget, when you place your order, if you use smile.amazon.com and designate So Powerful as your preferred charity, Amazon will donate a portion of your purchase right back to So Powerful. And now back to our podcast. Welcome back. We have been speaking with Susan Pfaff, and she has shared with us her very interesting background and explained the difference between her name and the sewing machine company name. So we have that out of the way. And 
Susan had just shared with us before the break that she is a breast cancer survivor. And during the period of her recovery, as she was thanking God, she was also evaluating what she wanted to do with the rest of her life. So let's sort of fast forward to 2015. What were you doing in 2015 as it relates to So Powerful? I believe that was probably the first year that I started sewing purses. It's been five or six years that I've been involved. I was working sewing the doll clothes, and that's how I found out about So Powerful. A friend of mine told me about Pixie Fair, and then from there I found So Powerful. And it looked like I thought it was really only sewing a lot of smaller projects because I still didn't feel real great. Mm-hmm. And I could handle the smaller ones and I saw so so powerful and it kind of piqued my interest and I thought oh I could sew so a few purses and I think that first year I think I sewed 10 and mm-hmm. you know sent them in and I thought well you know this is this is pretty cool and along the way I kind of looked more on so powerful and the mission and so forth and I thought this is pretty cool and I just kept going and I'm still doing it today I love doing it and you know it's such a positive mission and it's just a positive experience really. Well, we'll talk about that but I want to explore a little bit more about your purse making approach. So, do you prefer the intermediate or the beginner pattern now? The beginner pattern didn't exist when I started sure. sewing. Uh, the purses, I really mostly sew the 2015 purse, the intermediate purse. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes I will do the two different flaps. There's the A flap and then the B flap, which is a little bit more, a few more steps to it, but it's a great way to use up scraps. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes I'll do the, the beginner purse, but I really find myself drawn to the intermediate purse. So what kind of fabrics do you typically like to use? I love working with denim and I love working with twill for the bodies of my Mm -hmm. purses. And then working with colors and kind of, I'll have it spread out on my sewing room floor, mixing and matching with quilting cottons and deciding what colors I want to put where. Mm -hmm. And do you like to make the strap or are you using the webbing? Oh, I use the webbing. Oh, you're on team webbing, yay, me too. There's so many wonderful colors that there's always something that matches the purse. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. And and I'll just sort of give a shout out here. If you haven't tried it, you can go to homesew.com and use the discount code SP10 for a discount on many products. Well, on all their products, but the webbing is packaged specifically for So Powerful to be able to cut that 52-inch strap for your purse. So it's really nice. You know, some people make one purse at a time, which is me. I make it, I finish it, I put it aside, and then I start my next one. But other people cut out multiples and work on them at the same time. So which approach do you take, Susan? I usually cut out maybe three or four. I have sort of a short attention span and I'll cut out three and four, but generally they coordinate. My style is very matchy-matchy and I want to make sure all the colors match Mm -hmm. just right. And so it's very easy to do if I just have three or four of them. I'd actually just finished 17 that they were all cut out and interfacing fused and so much. That's the most I've ever 
worked on at one time. Wow. Well, my problem, and I tried doing that, was by the time I did the second one, I was changing my mind about what went with what, and then I got to the end, and what I had left did not make a very attractive-looking person, oh, no. I have to say. <laughs> You are pretty active in the So Powerful Purse Program Facebook group. When did you join that and what do you like about being a member there? I don't remember the exact date. I think maybe when it first started. Uh -huh. um, it's such a positive group. You know, we are bombarded with all the troubles of the world. And I find myself going to the, the Facebook page because it's encouraging. It's friendly. There's a lot of inspiration I love seeing what other people do, but if you're new, it's a great place to ask questions too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I love going to the Facebook page. I think that, that was a wonderful idea to set that up. Yeah, well, and we want to thank Kylie Jersikowski in Australia for setting that up originally way, way, way back in the beginning. So thank you to Kylie. And then the other thing is that we have such great administrators who actually monitor it and we rarely have any negative comments on our Facebook group. I mean, compared to the rest of the world, it's like the nicest place in all the world. I think everyone is so positive. So you have wanted to volunteer for some quilt shows, but unfortunately due to COVID the last couple of years, they've been canceled. What are some ways that maybe you volunteer that you could encourage others to do the same, Susan? Certainly making purses, you know, we have our goals each year. This year is the 24,000 and don't feel bad if you only made two this year or something, because there's two girls that are going to get a purse, you know, just try it out, enjoy it. There's all kinds of encouragement. I think that's probably the biggest thing. I think if there's a quilt show close to you, spend a couple hours volunteering at the booth because you can find out a whole lot about so powerful, about how everything works and just get some positive feedback and share what you've done. I actually participated in the master's program in the spring. I can't think what the name of it was because- The master class. Yeah, a lot of having been in it for a few years now, I knew a lot of the background, but I really was excited to explore a little bit deeper into what it's about and how it came about and what they want to accomplish. And, you know, I really, really enjoyed that. So I think, you know, sewing, working a show. Now we have the chapters. So if you're not sure, see if you have a chapter in your area that can help you, or even one or two other people that sew purses, because we have the list of people on the Facebook page. So you can look up your area. Mm -hmm. and you know, hook up with other people because it's fun to work with other people, it really is. Yeah, it sure is. Well, first of all, the master class was a four-week series of classes in the spring of 2021, where Jason and Cinnamon talked a lot about the philosophy that they have and the theology that inspired them to start So Powerful. So it was really um, very inspirational to participate in that. What is it about So Powerful that inspires you to participate at the level that you do? I know you're very involved. The whole mission of So Powerful, you know, keep girls in school and help end that cycle of poverty. Um, I love that it's Christ-centered. You know, that's very important to me. I, I love seeing 
that is part of it because it's inspiring to me, inspires me to want to do more, sew more, or get involved more. You know, I appreciate from a practical standpoint, I really appreciate the fact that the staff is all volunteer and you don't see that too much in organizations. There's always, you know, some administrative type expenses or salaries, and this is not the case in So Powerful. There's very little administrative costs. And to spend that much time, I really admire the volunteer staff because they they spend a lot of time working with the organization on a volunteer basis. So I think that is one of the really important things that appeal to me. I love the positive encouragement on the Facebook page. That's really important. Another thing, last summer, Cinnamon and Leslie did a a purse sew-along live Facebook. And so I participated in that. And after being locked down for a few months, it was so nice to see human beings doing things live. So I made one purse and it was so much fun. And that was, you know, very encouraging in a, a time that wasn't so encouraging. Well, yeah, I remember that. And that was like make a purse in a day. And even though if you're an experienced purse maker, you could likely make more than one purse in a day, but especially for new people, they sort of took you step by step. That was really fun. And that is recorded and available on YouTube. If you ever want to do a YouTube search under our So Powerful channel on a purse in a day. You know, Susan, we have lots of people who have maybe joined, but maybe not made their first purse, or they've heard of So Powerful and haven't really, you know, taken that first step. What kind of encouragement would you give people? Can you think back to when you first began with So Powerful? I think the first off, do it. (laughs) Just make your first purse and give it a try. That's what got me going. I made one and it's like, oh, I can make another one. So it was another one and another one. And and, and so now I make more every year and still want to, I still enjoy it. I think, you know, don't get discouraged. If we can see on the Facebook page, we tend to show large volumes of purses. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And sometimes people feel, well, I only made one. That's great. You've helped one girl. And it's awesome. And we all started with one. And give it a try. Get on the Facebook group if you're interested and really see what the purse makers do, what the volunteers do, what the organization is all about. Because I really think once you get involved, you're going to be hooked. We say it all the time on the Facebook page. It's addicting to make purses. And it's really addicting to be involved with such a positive group. And so I think that's, you know, try a few, get on the Facebook page and learn about the organization. I think you'll be hooked too. I think so too. And it certainly worked for you and so many others. Susan, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure to get to know you and learn about your background and It will certainly put a new perspective when we see photos of the beautiful purses that you post. So thank you so much. It was great to talk to you. We'll hopefully get to meet in person sometime. I hope so. Thanks for having me, Jan. You're more than welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If what you've heard today inspires you to want to make a difference, I urge you to explore the So Powerful website at www.sopowerful.org. That's S-E-W-P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L 
www.ohio.org. The website has great information about the organization. It's where you can download the free purse patterns or even make a donation. We hope you will join us again next week when we bring you another So Powerful story. Thanks for listening. Now, go out and have a So Powerful day.